0: everyone. Welcome back to See the Sunrise. This is season 3 and episode 18. Seeing the sunrise is about seeing Christ in everyday situations. It is in the book of Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse 3 where the Lord speaks to the prophet while he's in prison. He says to him, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Seeing the sunrise is an opportunity to see what Christ is doing in the lives of everyday people like you and me. From the pulpit to the pew, we all have challenges and experiences that bring us to a need for Christ in our lives. Today, I want to share a message with you about Thanksgiving. In this season of holiday um, celebrations, I think it's a good opportunity for us to start really looking at it and what we should be doing or how we should be conducting ourselves during this time. I want to share with you first of all from the book of Luke chapter 22. I'm going to read several verses for you and then I want to um, just kind of expound on that as God has given it to me. Now the feast of the unleavened bread drew near which is called Passover and the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might kill him and they feared the people. Then Satan entered Judas surnamed Iscariot, who was numbered among the twelve. So he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him to them. And they were glad and agreed to give him money. So he promised and sought opportunity to betray him to them in the absence of the multitude. Then came the day of unleavened bread when the Passover must be killed. And he sent Peter and John saying, go and prepare the Passover for us that we may eat. So they said to him, where do you want us to prepare? He said to them, behold, when you have entered the city, a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house which he enters. Then you shall say to the master of the house, the teacher says to you, where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large furnished upper room. There, make ready. So they went and found it just as he said to them, and they prepared the Passover. When the hour had come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. Then he said to them, with fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, take this. And divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of my betrayer is with me on the table. And truly, the Son of Man goes as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to question among themselves which of them it was who would do this thing. When I read this scripture and I thought about Thanksgiving, I thought, well, God, what message is there in this about Thanksgiving? And what he said to me was, there's an elephant in the room. Almost two weeks ago, folks were running around with fangs dressed like ghosts and witches, murderers, scarecrows, and other ghastly garb to celebrate Halloween. And before the sun set, retailers had Christmas trees up and had already put up the colorful lights, trying to incite those who get into the season to buy, buy, and buy. They seemingly skip right over Thanksgiving in lieu of Christmas. Thanksgiving Day is not a holiday established by biblical precept or rule. However, conceptually, Thanksgiving is a practice that is uttered throughout the Bible. Words like thanks and give thanks and thanksgiving and thankful and thankfulness and more, they all lend understanding that we should always, and I mean always, be thankful. Thanksgiving is that time of year when families come together to celebrate. Celebrations that begin right after Halloween and often don't end until after the New Year. This time of celebration is filled with parties, eating out, shopping, fun, laughter, hanging out with friends and family, and if I might add, some elephants. Y'all know what elephants are, don't you? It's a huge pachyderm, the largest land animal with thick skin, trunks, and tusks that's constantly eating. Oh, sorry, I'm not talking about that kind of elephant, no. I'm talking about the one that shows up on holidays, you know, the one who causes problems or has caused problems in the past, but for the sake of the holiday or your parents wanting to keep peace, it's clear that he or she is there and they are taking up a lot of room. They're the ones that you avoid bringing up certain subjects because doing so would cause controversy. And after all, it is a time of celebration, a time to give thanks, isn't it? Thanksgiving is the time of family, of good food, of frivolity, of simply lighthearted conversation, nothing too deep. After the last almost three years, it's a great opportunity to look back and be thankful. Millions of people aren't here anymore, but God has allowed us one more opportunity to experience his loving mercy and grace. But what about those elephants? Jesus had an elephant in the room. Did you know that? Here in this 22nd chapter of Luke, Jesus is about to sit down with his disciples for the last time before his death. Put yourself in his place. He knows what is about to happen, and yet he sits knowing that there is a betrayer in the room, an elephant. Jesus knew what was about to take place. He wasn't one to avoid controversy or, should I say, elephants. Think about it. Jesus was often criticized and he was challenged by religious rulers for disobeying Mosaic law. They would often engage Jesus in prophetic debate, debate, not to seek understanding. They just wanted to trap him. Remember the woman at the well or the woman called in adultery? Or how about when he healed on the Sabbath day or when he ate with sinners and tax collectors? Or maybe uh, the controversy when Peter uh, denied him, his disciple denied him. Or he was denounced in Judaism as a failed Jewish messiah and considered to be a false prophet. He also dealt with jealousy and rage from others, the religious hierarchy. He had his heir. Jesus had his share of elephants, but he didn't ignore them. He addressed them. Here in this 22nd chapter of Luke, Jesus has sent his disciples away to prepare the Passover feast. The Passover lamb was the animal God had directed the Israelites, if you remember, um, to use as a sacrifice in Egypt on the night that God struck down the firstborn sons of every household. God instructed every household of the Israelite people to select a year-old male lamb without defect, and that's found in the book of Exodus, so read that so you get that understanding. This was a final plague that God used or issued against Pharaoh, and it led to Pharaoh releasing the Israelites from slavery. Uh, y'all might remember the Ten Commandments, but uh, I think it's Charlton Heston. I think that's his name. But anyway, yeah, if you don't remember the story in the Bible, I'm sure the movie will bring to your recollection that whole part of the spotless lamb's blood over the door doorpost. After that fateful night, God instructed the Israelites to observe the Passover feast as a lasting memory. We needed a spotless lamb just like the Israelites did. Our slavery wasn't to a person, but it's to sin. Jesus was and is the Lamb of God, the one who frees us from sin, the one, the only one who could die, the only one who was without blemish or defect, the only one that could take away the sins of the world. He is the only one who would free us from eternal death and give us hope for eternal life. So what does this have to do with Thanksgiving? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Consider this. Jesus is at the table with his disciples, and he knew he was about to be betrayed. He knew who the elephant was, and he didn't avoid him. He didn't avoid conflict. Now, that doesn't mean you walk into the room and tell your elephant just what you think of them, that they're thick, too big, and take up too much emotional and mental space. No, 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 no. That is not what he did. One of the things that I noticed in this text is when he instituted the Lord's Supper, And it was interesting to me. Keep in mind, he already knew his betrayer and he already knew he was sitting at the table, but he still continued the celebration in spite of the betrayer's presence. You don't hear any anxiety or frustration in Jesus's voice or in what he says. He goes on with the supper. If you look at verses 14 through 22 in that section, in, in that section being chapter 22 of Luke, This is before he shared with his disciples that the betrayer was sitting right there with them. Before he even told them, this is what he says. He takes the cup, and if you ever have taken communion, then these words should be quite familiar to you. He takes the cup. He gives thanks. He says, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And then, after it was, and, and then after that, he says, he takes the bread and he gives thanks and he breaks it and he gives it them, to them saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, it says, after the supper, he takes the cup saying, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. But then he goes on to say, but behold, the hand of my betrayer is with me on the table. And truly the son of man goes as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. Knowing that his time was about to come, don't miss this. Jesus gave thanks. No argument, no crying, no anger. No, what Jesus did and said was clear about who he was. He knew he was the son of God. He had no problem speaking up and addressing conflict. But he didn't do it before the supper. He, because of his connection with the father, he could give thanks because he knew no one at that table was going to thwart God's plan. It was God's plan. It was the plan that God had for him. Nothing was going to prohibit or prevent God's will from occurring. And so he would give thanks because he knew what the final outcome would be. Jesus exercised confidence and clarity. What he said, what he did, what he knew, he addressed it. Look at verse 21, because he says, Behold, the hand of my betrayer is with me on the table. But don't miss this. He goes on to say, and this is the part that we have to understand sometimes when we talk about God, God's plan. He says, And truly, the Son of Man goes as it has been determined. God had already decided what was going to occur. Jesus doesn't argue. He's clear on what he says and understands that this must occur. God knows the plans he has for you as well. And if you're connected to him, you too know the plan he has for you. Notice the difference with the disciples. The disciples, instead of seeking understanding, they wanted to know who the betrayer was. They wanted to know and they wanted to understand and they started to question among themselves. Somehow they still didn't get it, that they were not going to be able to affect a different outcome because God had purposed it this way. They didn't have the connection and they wouldn't receive it until the day of Pentecost. Jesus didn't let them define who he was. He knew who he was and he clearly explained it and it had to be this way and nothing and no one was going to change it. Jesus didn't try to avoid conflict, the elephant, but he maintained a connection with with God without relenting to what others thought or felt. Even with impending death, Jesus stayed connected. But don't miss this. The reason Jesus was able to do this was because of that connection with his father. He didn't avoid the conflict. He didn't avoid the, the things that were occurring that were negative. He wasn't going to relent to others. He was firm. He was mature. He demonstrated how you can still have conflict and still have a relationship. So let's talk about you. I don't know what your Thanksgiving will be like, but Jesus shows us that you can have conflict and maintain your relationships. It's all about connection. Connection with God is praying, meditating, reading his word spending time in fellowship with like-minded believers. When you have a relationship with the Lord, it doesn't matter who pulls up to the table. Because of your connection with him, you're going to be able to give thanks and exhibit the character and the love of Christ. That doesn't mean that you won't have conflict, but when you're connected to the Lord, he'll show you how to handle it and it won't rattle you and you'll still be able to maintain that relationship you have with that person. You'll be able to have the elephants, but the elephants won't trample you. So this Thanksgiving, be just like Jesus. Jesus gave thanks. We are to be thankful people. Being thankful is not just a day. It's an attitude. An attitude of people who recognize the goodness and the faithfulness of God. People that realize had it not been for the Lord, you wouldn't be here today. You would not have the promise of everlasting life. You would not experience the peace that surpasses understanding. Thank God for the elephants, because who knows? Maybe the Lord has put them there in your life because he has determined it not to cause confusion or to harm you, but maybe, just maybe, God wants to grow you, to grow you up, to show you that you can have differences but still be loving. You can still disagree and still be kind. You can make a difference in their life. It shows your relationship to Christ and the power of the Spirit of Christ inside of you. This is a lesson not just for Thanksgiving, but for daily living. God bless you all. Until next time, brothers and sisters, be sure to see the sunrise, the S-O-N, the sunrise, to see Christ in your everyday situations.